All right. Hello to no one. Hopefully no one rings while I'm doing this because I'm driving my car doing it at the same time. It's been a couple of weeks since I did the last one. Been pretty slack over the Christmas New Year's break, but I'm going to try and get back on the fucking discipline run and get some shit out there and just keep doing it. Um, yeah, welcome back to the stimulation theory. I'm your stim father, Joshua. Um, yeah, a lot has been happening in the, the little world, I guess everyone's world, with COVID and fucking New Year's and all sorts of stuff. I don't really have anything super exciting to talk about outside of, like, something big, deep and meaningful. I kind of just felt like rambling today, kind of just to keep doing it. This is one of the weirdest things sitting here, talking to myself, doing nothing, like, I don't know how to describe it. It's such a weird thing, because when you talk to another person, I guess, they offer something, and then you kind of keep going with it, but when you're talking to yourself, there's no one else adding to the conversation, so it's kind of what comes to my mind, so it's a bit of a wig out, but you know what? Fuck it. Who cares? Someone will listen and hate it or not. Um apologize for any fucking car sounds or anything that you can hear i'm hoping this is good because it's kind of like part of the reason i haven't done this for a couple of weeks is really just i feel like i need alone time to sort of do this and think about my thoughts and i suppose part of it is it's like almost like a little bit embarrassing sitting there with your headphones talking to yourself and i currently have no one who really follows it so you kind of just look like a weirdo and i've had like friends and family and wife and kid and everyone all of like the the social shit going on, like where you've got to go see everyone and catch up. And while I enjoy doing that, and especially, you know, with COVID being a thing, I haven't seen a lot of these people in over a year. So some of them was even like two years. So it was kind of good to, to catch up. But at the same time, like my social battery is just run down to basically nothing. And I'm kind of at this, this weird lull. Like I go back to my job in a couple of days and it's, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's, so this is like, I decided to do this while driving. I might do it more often while driving because it is like, it's dead time. I'm either listening to a podcast or an audiobook or music or making phone calls or whatever. So it's already dead time that I may as well try and use productively. And usually, I, I for whatever reason, I find I have some really, some, some good thoughts, some good ideas while driving. I suppose it's the same as like when you're in the shower, you have all these these interesting and amazing ideas that you're like, well, why don't I do that or whatever. So this, this is kind of what we're doing. But, yeah, I guess one of the, the biggest things that I've sort of been weighing on me is like the, I've sort of noticed, and I've known this for many years about myself, is I have this like weird thing where I don't have the ability to sort of not be doing anything. Like work-wise, like I can't calm down. Like I feel like I have a task to complete and I kind of, I don't know what to do with myself. Like you're feeling all your social obligations and you're like, yeah, but it feels like a checklist. Like, it's not like, I really want to see this person and all that sort of stuff. It feels like you've just checked the person off your checklist. So they're not going to feel neglected. And you do like, I genuinely want to to catch up with these people. But at the same time, like now that I've sort of seen everyone, if I don't see them again before they go back, I'm not going to feel like I missed out or, you know, terrible about it or anything like that. Cause I made the effort to sort of, do that but sometimes like you just want to be at home and chilling out but even then when I'm sitting at home like I feel like there's a task that I've left undone and now I have nothing currently left undone 
but I feel like that I have something. And it's kind of a frustrating feeling because even my wife was saying to me, she's like, you like you good? And I'm like, fuck, maybe I should just have like some alcohol. And she's like, you've been drinking a bit. And I'm like, you only have like two or three. And then she sort of hit me with, she's like, are you drinking because you enjoy drinking or are you drinking just to slow it down so you don't have to, like, it's almost like an anxiety but not of over having, like, a, a list of things to do or or whatever. And I was like, yeah, it's more to, like, calm that, that bit of anxiety because I feel like I'm not achieving anything and I feel lazy for it. And, it's yeah, I don't know, it's kind of frustrating. So that was something I noticed because I, have, I haven't been drinking that much. Like, I don't drink to excess pretty much ever. Um, but at the same time, like I'll have a couple to take the edge off, so to speak. And I've noticed that like, I'm using that as a bit of a crutch. So being really conscious through that, haven't been working out for a week and a half, two weeks, things about a week and a half. That really fucks me up because every year I do it at this time of year because I'm either busy or whatever, I don't can't get it in. And like, I have this weird thing in my head is like, if I do anything unhealthy, I'm just wasting my time going to the gym, which is obviously not true. But at the same time, that's just where my head's at with it. So I'm looking to go back to, to training and all that sort of stuff tonight. But I don't know. I wonder if other people feel this way, like there's just always something left undone and you can never just fully relax. It's, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. But I always wonder if I'm the like, – I'm sure I'm not the only person. It would be weird out of 7 billion people that I'm the only one who feels this way. But I don't know. I'd be interested to know what other people do to sort of deal with it, to calm down, to to relax and and sort of get rid of that feeling like – the work's still not done or you're not achieving what you want to be achieving. I also feel like a big part of it is like, I don't know if I have a goal right now, like outside of financially trying to sort out a bunch of stuff, which I know will be a huge weight lifted off my shoulder once it's sort of done. But I don't know if I have like a big goal to work towards for the next year, two years, 10 years, whatever. Like I'm doing this. This is something I want to, I would hope that I can maybe one day build it into something you know something worth doing or you know something I don't know how like I don't know monetize it in some way or just make it be entertaining but this is really like just my my outlet for some unfiltered thoughts but it's yeah I don't know like I said I think the last episode maybe the one before like I don't have a category there isn't a category that exists on the app that I'm using for what I think this podcast is which is just miscellaneous randomness sometimes it'll be it'll always be different but yeah I don't know it's just like do I hope other people don't or do I don't know do other people feel this way after Christmas New Year's you're sort of reevaluating. everyone's making resolutions and and all sorts of stuff like that and I'm like my resolutions are always the same it's you know be fitter and healthier than I was last year which I've consistently achieved for quite a number of years you know work harder or rather work smarter not harder and then my, my big motto for this year is prioritizing family over money and like relationships over money. So it's quite easy, especially when you're kind of, I guess, a workaholic like I am, is to just always do that next thing, do that next thing, and neglect your personal relationships at the same time. So I don't know. The other thing is like I've been asked to go camping a few times and I'm like, part of me wants to say yes, but part of me like this, this drive to be always doing something. I'm like, I don't want to be there and be bored because then I know I'll just I'll buy some fucking bourbon or something or some beers or whatever and I'll just drink so that I feel like that so I can just chill out. But I like I severely struggle with being relaxed. Like I feel like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like my, I'm jumping out of my own skin and it's not like 
I'm, I have the most amount of energy in the world. It's just, I feel like if I'm not moving towards something, then like that agitates me, gives me some level of anxiety. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a weird one, but I don't know what to do with that. But uh, anyway, so another side note, moving along, um, I watched on New Year's Eve, I had a really exciting one and I watched the movie Death to 2020, which I thought was really good and funny up until the point where it became super liberal and, you know, when it pretty much got to the Black Lives Matter stuff, it kind of lost me a bit because it seemed like the first half of the movie was trying to be funny and succeeding and the second half of the movie was really trying to sell this, you know, anti-Donald Trump, he's a moron type thing, which... I'm neither here nor there, and I'm not super political about it. I know nothing about his policies, but I don't know. I just, like, I wanted to sit there and watch a funny movie, and you sold it as a funny movie, and then by the end of the movie, you're just talking shit, and it was kind of like, oh, fuck me. Like, we've got enough of this stuff in the world. Like, it seems like a cheap laugh and, like, a cheap way to get people who are of that persuasion on board. It doesn't feel like it was really well thought out or... I don't even know the like the words to describe it. It was quite disappointing. Like literally halfway through the movie, I was it took me out of the movie once it started going with that sort of stuff. And yeah, it was it was quite it had its moments. It was funny, but when it gets super liberal, I'm like, I just I don't want that from my comedy movies. I don't like I might watch a, a liberal stand-up who might have some ideas and it might be entertaining in the way they present it, but I personally didn't find it present like entertaining in the way that it was presented, I felt like, okay, now I'm just being, like, preached to. And, like, I don't know, I don't ever like being preached to. It's not, I don't know many people who do. It's like, okay, it's cool. Like, you have your opinion, we have our opinion. It's like, whatever, let's just move on. Let's not try and conflate comedy with selling an agenda right now. But, you know, and then they threw in a few funny Joe Biden being a cadaver-type jokes and to try and lighten it, but it was really just how retarded is Donald Trump? It's like, yep, okay, we cool. We we were all here through 2020. We saw it. And I think that sort of brings me to, like, this thought of everybody's like, yeah, fuck 2020. This year's going to be better. It's like, well, time's a, time's a construct. Like, what what arbitrary thing is going to make this year suddenly at 11.59 and 59 seconds? Is it going to click over and we're going to be in a new dimension where, you know, COVID doesn't exist and the world goes back to normality or... It's like it's a strange thought, and I've seen so much stuff like fuck 2020, all the memes of fuck 2020. It seems like a, a cheap joke, really, at this point. And like, I know a lot of people who 2020 was the best year ever. For me, 2020 was the best year ever. I got married, I had a kid, you know, I lived, moved into my house right before 2020 that, that me and my wife bought together. Like, it was a good year. And then the time that we got off, yeah, it sucked not being able to work, and it sucked for a lot of people not having money and, and the domestic violence and all that fun stuff. But like for me personally, I had, a, I had a great year. I took the longest time that I've ever taken off since I was 13 years old and I enjoyed it. Like I spent time with my wife and my son and and like it was a good year. Got my original job back once everything opened up and, you know, lucky me, hooray for me, whatever. But I don't know, I just feel like this mean like a lot of people, it should have changed a lot of, it shouldn't be looked at as a negative. Obviously there is negative aspects, but I guess it's the, the argument the glass is half empty, the glass is half full. Like, do you look at it as, oh, fuck me, I, like all these things happen? It's like, well, realistically, the government, for the most part, was paying you a lot. Some cases, in a lot of cases, really, more than what you would be earning and you just got to stay at home. And yeah, sometimes it can be boring, but it's kind of like the culture is the introvert's dream. 
you get to stay at home and the government's paying you to do it. And, you know, hats off to everyone who kept going, getting up and going to work and didn't take the easy route. But, yeah, I don't know. I think for a lot of people, I think it was a better year. Like, you had a bit more time to think about who you are and what you really want from life. Because I feel like a lot of times you don't take the time to think about what you want for life. You just have like a, a checklist, like I kind of feel like I have at the moment, is you have a checklist or you have a set of goals and you, you're kind of working towards them. And, you know, for a lot of people, it might be the dream of owning a house, finding the right girl or guy or having a kid or having another kid or buying a business or selling a business or improving the business or whatever. But it kind of, those are all things that you can do. But like, what do you do for yourself and your own enjoyment and, and what do you really derive happiness from? And I'm not saying that those things can't because a lot of times the pursuit is fun. Like I enjoyed pursuing all of those things. But then like once you achieve them, it's, I don't know, I feel like almost like an emptiness. Like I'm happy that I achieved them and that's what I wanted to do. And I do have other goals, but like I don't have like a goal, a different type of goal. It's that I'm kind of looking for like a personal goal, whether it's not not necessarily a fitness goal. I don't really know how to describe it, but it's like you're looking for something more than what you feel like you're supposed to be looking for, if that makes sense to anyone. It's like you're told this is what you need to be aiming for your whole life. And then when you kind of get those things, you're like, okay, now what? And really what what I'm always striving for and I want to find a way to achieve, and you know, this is kind of like a degree of that, is I want to find freedom. Like I want freedom from having to say yes to anything. And what what I mean by that is like, if you're like, I have a pretty decent job that I enjoy, but if you're in a job that you hate, you're with a person that you hate, but then finances or, you know, time or commitment or whatever has kind of got you trapped where you feel like you can't leave. Like it's a real thing. Like I know that even if I went back to work this week and they were just complete assholes to me, I don't really, I mean, I can, but I can't really just say, fuck you, I leave. Like I quit. Because I still have bills to pay on Monday and it's going to be a problem for me. It's going to cause my life difficulty. Whereas I'd like to get to a point financially and just like mentally where I pursue things that I really enjoy, but also I have the freedom to just say, no, I'm not doing that anymore. Whether it's because I don't enjoy it or because it's, you know, it's not working for me anymore in terms of work or hobbies or whatever. I always feel trapped. It's, It's kind of goes back to that old saying or the old adage like, don't cling to a mistake because you made a long time making it. And I feel like I've been guilty of that a fucking lot because you're taught as a kid, don't quit, never give up. Quitters never win, winners never quit or whatever it is. But then at some point, like, well, no, I feel like like, quitters do sometimes win if you choose to strategically quit at the right time. Like, there's no honour in just staying there and being used and treated like shit, like, I've I've read a lot of books over the years of leadership and stuff like that. And there's a lot of places like they don't appreciate the work that you do. And then there's places that overappreciate people who do nothing. And usually they are the same place. Like they overappreciate someone who does nothing or, you know, I can't remember what the percentage is. It's like the 80-20 rule, I think it is, where it's like 80% of your work is done by 20% of your workforce and you spend 80% of your time managing the 80% or whatever it is, it's like 20% managing those people, 80% of your time is managing the people aren't doing anything. And then those people, they get all the attention and when they do a good job, it's like, oh my God, Billy did a good job rather than fucking James over here is killing it every day. 
But because, like, if James has a bad day, he gets in trouble. If Billy has a good day, he gets a reward. Rather than, you know, admitting what it is, it's like, no, James deserves to be some have some slack cut for him rather than Billy over here getting a parade because he did his actual job. And that happens all the fucking time. It's just, it's insanity. But I can't remember where I read the quote, but it was like, you know, always value your family because you never know when your job's going to decide that you're not worth it anymore or they don't need you. Like, they'll just give up on you at that drop of a hat if you're not making them any money or they perceive you to be not useful. I've seen it happen, had it happen. It's just one of those things. Like, you can be, you know, God's gift to the company on one day and then they're like, actually... It would save us a lot of money if we got rid of you and, and you've kind of set in motion all these great systems that we can run without you. And yeah, they're not going to be as good without you, but they're saving money. You've now got no fucking job. So you're in a bit of a pickle, realistically. So I don't know. That's it's kind of like the stuff that swirls around in my head a lot, especially when I've got downtime because I don't know how to relax that well. And then I just sort of think about these things and, and sort of try to put in place goals and and be effective on how I'm going to achieve that goal because I will achieve it. I have no doubt in my mind that I will find a way to achieve the freedom that I'm looking for. But it's just a matter of like it racks my brain to try and think of what are the steps to get to where I want to be so I can outline a plan that I can follow. Whereas at the moment it's like I know the end goal, I know what I want to do. I guess so I do have a goal, but I don't know what, what the effective, the most effective steps are. I don't want to waste a bunch of fucking time. I don't think trading time for money is the best way for me to get to where I want to be, but it's going to do for now. And I also don't think having one thing that generates an income is good for anybody, especially we've we found that out this year, really, or last year. Um, like generating money from one source and then when that source goes away, I kind of want to find a way to have multiple, they don't have to be huge, but like multiple income streams from multiple places. So if something happens and one goes away, that, that river doesn't stop flowing. It's maybe flows a little bit slower, but it doesn't stop flowing. You're not turning off the tap. It's just the tap's losing a little bit of pressure, but then it gives you time to reevaluate and figure out how to either get a new stream happening or a new flow or how to adjust the one that you had so that it adapts or ideally have them all be super adaptable so that you can kind of relax and you don't have to work till you're being... In Australia, it's like 69 for me before I can access my superannuation. Like, I'm personally not a huge fan of super. Like, I get why it exists, but I'm not a huge fan of that type of saving because I think for a lot of people it's great. But then, like, at 69 years old, like, fuck me, what, what's the world going to look like then? Is it, like, am I going to live that long? Like, anything could happen between now. It's like 42 years away. So, or 41 years now, but, like... Fuck, anything could happen then. I don't want to be working until I'm 69. I would like to have the option to retire at any time I like and then choose to keep doing what I'm doing because that's what I want to be doing. That's how I want to spend my time. Not, I have to go do this. Like, I recently just left a job as a baker, which is what I've been doing for the last 14 odd years. And I fucking hated it. The last six months that I did it, I fucking hated it. But I did it because I needed the money. COVID land, so no, nothing. I was hot flying for 20 jobs a week. Nothing else was home, but I know I've got skills in that. I'm pretty good at it, so I can get a job pretty easily. So that's what I did, but I fucking hated it. And I never, ever want to be in a position where I'm doing a job like that that I absolutely fucking hate for money because I'm desperate, and that's kind of what I need to do. And realistically, I wasn't that desperate. 
a part of it came to the fact that I can't fucking sit still and just do nothing or, you know, work upskill in another way. Like I need to be moving forward. And the way I saw to do that was earn more money. Now, it wasn't a huge amount more considering, you know, it was 10 p.m. start, 6, 7 a.m. finishes, like not super stressful, but like on your body. Those that night shift fucking kills you. Like fourteen years in, I, I'm like, I don't know what it is. When it stopped, I used to do seven days a week, a lot, three hours a night sleep for probably six, seven years, and like, I can't physically do it anymore. But I had to like, if I wasn't doing ten pm starts, I can't be a baker. I can't get up at one in the morning anymore. No matter how many alarms I set, I can't physically get myself to get out of bed at that time. Now four or five, I don't have a problem with. But then the money's not there because the whole industry is built on penalty rates that's the only way you make any decent money for your skills as sales assistants with no experience who just rock up at 21 and they get paid the exact same amount as a trade qualified baker or pastry cook which is wild really that someone with no skills can make as much if not more than someone who spent three or more years of shit shit hours but getting a skill they still can't bring in the same money as a, as a sales assistant they might have an easier time getting a job, but like really, it's a bit of a kick in the teeth. So, yeah, I, I just don't want to ever be in that position where I have to do that again because it's it's a fucking shit show. It's not fun. Your mental health, you become a bit of a cunt. But oh, fucking ambulance. But uh, anyway, that's pretty much the end of my ramblings for today. Once again, if if you like it, I'm going to try and be more consistent. But if you like it, like it, follow me do whatever but yeah i'm i'm trying i'm gonna try and just keep this as like a consistent thing that i do i really want to try and do it once a week so hopefully stay tuned for that this is the longest one that i've done so hopefully it wasn't too long or too much rambling or the car isn't super fucking irritating i'll listen to it back and if it is this will be a one and done and i'll do the rest in a quiet room when i've got time at home but aside from that thanks everyone sayonara